All right, y'all, thank you for listening to Dabble Radio. Today we have Gen 2 Park. Say what's up. What's going on, man? All right, so Gen 2 and I met uh, almost, a, almost a year ago, right? Yeah. Um, it was probably around this time uh, last year, right? Yeah, I think we uh, I think we, we did. So just to give a little context, um, Gen 2 worked for Solid Gold Pets, and they hired us to uh, shoot commercial for Super Scooty. Um, I think that was like roughly in April. So it's been, it's been about a good year. Um, but you know, we've kind of, we've stayed in touch and now Jensi is pursuing his own video passion his uh, video dreams about, about getting into weddings and, and doing a lot of aerial drones. It's, it's really cool stuff y'all. So you make sure uh, to check it out and then we'll link all this video work on the, uh, notes, but why don't you, uh, give us a little background and tell us about yourself, man. Yeah, um, so I'm not really good at <laughs> introductions or introducing myself. I've never been good at that, but um, I'm John Sue. I'm a St. Louis-based content manager, whatever the hell that means these days. And I'm an aspiring wedding videographer slash filmmaker slash I don't. I'm not really sure what the proper term is. <laughs> <laughs> what What is the proper term, anyways? I don't know, like, dude. You know, it's. I think when people ask me, they're like, I don't know. I just. I do shit with cameras. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's there's there's the uh, I think when uh, if you really want to like put it professionally, you're like, oh, I'm a cinematographer, but people don't really know right. what that is. You know, so it's it's a lot of people say videographer, cinematographer. People think it's phot- photography. I don't know. I think I just label it as like you know we we shoot we shoot video with things. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I do video. That's what I fucking do. Yeah, man. You loving but it? Yeah. Was... Go ahead. Um, yeah, I was just going to kind of talk about how we first met. Um, we probably met a year ago. And my company, my current company, we, we hired Kenny and, and his team to do a video. Um, it was kind of like a testimonial type deal. I, I literally found you guys like on Google. Yeah. Did you know that? I actually called, like, I think it was like up up to like upwards of 15 to 20 different video companies in your guys' area. Jesus. And they all came back with like these ridiculous quotes, like outrageous. And uh, you guys came back to me. I, I think I reached out. You got back to me pretty quickly. And uh, you you gave me like a reasonable quote. And I was like, yeah, we're, we're going with this guy. And uh, yeah, it was a pretty awesome day. Super positive experience. Um, yeah, the team was super cool about everything. Uh, it, it might kind of sound bad, but I think I liked you guys because you guys were like really young, <laughs> and I could like relate with you guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of what really sparked the conversation, and that uh, kind of continues to today. It was like my first time being on set, so it was kind of crazy. I was. Uh, I was kind of like absorbing everything that was happening. Um, I remember you guys had that that uh, that red that AK AK rig on there on set, and I was like freaking out because I was like, I was asking all these questions, and you guys were awesome about it too. I was like, dude, how much does this thing cost? And uh, I can't remember his name. What was his, his real cool dude? He was he was manning the the red camera at the time. Oh, Derek. Uh, Derek, yeah, yeah, Derek. He was awesome. But I was like, I remember asking him, I was like, how much does this thing cost? 
And he was like, oh, this is like a thirty, forty thousand dollar camera. And I was like, what? And I, I was like freaking out. And I was like, I, I remember I was like putting stories up on my Instagram, like, oh, this is so cool. Um, because at that point, I was still kind of like a, I don't know, I was like super into tech. I've always been into tech, but like that was the first time I was like actually in a setting with like really expensive cameras, really nice cameras, and I was just really just absorbing everything that day it was pretty cool yeah so so you think you think that particular day kind of like really sparked uh, a lot of things for you in the yeah, audio it, it definitely did do you are you like a person that believes in like everything happens for a reason yeah man you are okay like i've never actually considered myself that type of person but i don't know it's pretty uh undeniable that i think that day and like meeting you for sure was definitely uh, it definitely sparked my interest and like I, I really started exploring photography or videography after that day so yeah it's pretty cool it's dope so where did you where did you take it after that like after you saw you know after you saw the red after you saw the things that we were doing like like what yeah. initially spoke initially sparked your interest right like where so, did where did you like where did that take you, you i don't know? know if you remember this but that day, um, I remember you guys had that, that Osmo on set. So yeah. You guys had like the, the nice version, like the X7 or whatever. And whatever. I had the, I literally just ordered the X3, I think, the Osmo. Yep. And we started talking about that. And that was kind of when my company first started talking about, you know, me doing video kind of seriously. Because before that, I didn't really know what the hell I was doing to be honest I, I I came into the job so the reason why I think that I I kind of had to basically explore videography like professionally before that job I was kind of working in just content digital marketing in general and it wasn't until I got that job that I had to really force myself to learn videography and that was because at the time the company really needed someone like with my background and content management and digital marketing, but they also needed someone that was familiar with basic video editing skills. So I was like, hell yeah, I, I can do that. Right. I got some basic experience. Um, but I, honestly, before that, like we can go back into like how I first started with it, but basically I, I really didn't know what I was doing. I, I did a video after uh, after Vegas, after I first met with you guys. And honestly, I, man, it was the first time I actually shot my first video. Uh, we shot it in Maryland. And like, I, I look at that video now and I have to laugh because it was so bad. What was the, what was the video? It was, it was like a testimonial similar to like what we did in Vegas. Uh-huh. But you have to understand, like, at this point, I didn't understand any, like, I literally took the video, I took the camera out of the box and I was shooting on auto. Uh, like, I didn't, I didn't touch a setting. And I think I briefly read that, like, 24, 24 frames is the best way to shoot. Um, but I, mean, I had, like, a tripod, but everything else I shot handheld, like, on a kit lens. Uh, and I don't even know if, if, like, the lens had, like, image stabilizer or anything on it. It was not looking back. It's like the shakiest video I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> but 
yeah that that was like the first kind of point where i i like forced myself to to learn videography <clears throat> and uh yeah and, and like i've always done stuff on the side like you follow me on instagram i i've always done videos here and there uh especially with like drone stuff mm-hmm. that was something i got to i got into pretty early and that was another conversation that we had on set but um <clears throat> Yeah, the drone stuff was something that I, I I feel like I was an early adopter. Like I, I my first drone was the uh, Phantom Vision Two Plus or something, and I was just. Do you remember when Instagram like the the max length for video clips for like, was like fifteen seconds long? Do you remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that's really what I was doing, man. I was like at the time, I was just shooting fifteen second clips, and I was just. I forget what I what program I think I was using. Honestly, I think I was using uh, what was it called, like CyberLink Power Director or something. Like oh, just edit. Some, yeah. Uh, like, like I mean, it was great at the time. Like I, I, I learned the basics on that program, but my God, I could not imagine using that again. Right. But anyways, yeah, that was kind of how I first got into to actual like doing video for a company like professionally and uh yeah it's kind of just spiraled into this this big thing that it is now so where'd you uh where'd you take it after maryland like i mean because you just recently shot your first wedding right and this is uh like a yeah. month ago almost a month ago yeah. this year i was so i shot my second wedding like literally last week right the first one before that was the end of january i think it was like on the 26th or something um it's but, a month ago yeah month ago exactly i think so yeah that man that kind of came out of nowhere it was so before that like before the drones and all that i i've always kind of had uh an interest in videography like it goes all the way back to like high school i was uh i was playing i was a huge dork in high school like i was like freshman or sophomore year, I was playing a game called Counter Strike. Do, do you know what Counter Strike is? Yeah, man. <laughs> I, dude, I still I still played it till like maybe like three months ago. Yeah, me too. It. I just yeah. I just recently like quit playing video games. Honestly, it's kind of sad, embarrassing, but whatever. Um, yeah, I I was literally playing like Counter Strike, like the early versions of it. Yep. I was editing video because I thought I was so good. I was editing video like my freshman or sophomore year of just, it was, we just call it like frag clips or whatever. Right. And it was just me going around. And I remember the program was called like fraps or something. Do you remember that? Yes. Recorded your on screen. It was, it was, it was hilarious, but yeah, I, I, that was like the, probably the first time I ever dabbled in video editing. And then from there, uh, I would say, uh gopros for sure do you remember do you remember gopros and when they kind of first burst onto the scene yep what was that i can't remember oh uh, it's like 2000 like late 2000s yeah i want to exactly. say right 2008 2009 something like that yeah. yeah so that was probably like my next experience with doing video and um i was I was, I, I mean, it wasn't even my GoPro, it was my buddies. <laughs> Shout out to my boy, Colin. I, I, I just like stole all the time from him and I would shoot these just ridiculous videos on it. And you can go back on my Instagram, like if you go way back, 
I have all these like 15 second clips on, on Instagram that I did with my GoPro. It's all going to be there. All right. All right. Just, all gonna there, I'm going to break it up real quick. What, what is, what's the first post on your Instagram right now? My first post. What's the first post? Let me look at my phone real quick. I just, I honestly haven't even posted that many, that many Instagrams. So like, I I did. Did, like, Sometimes that's just, it's it's crazy opinion. where people would like fifteen thousand photos or something, right? And they'll have to like, yeah. I don't even know. Like for me, it's what is five seventeen. But let's see what you got yeah. right now. But what's, I mean, it's, it's what's hard for f- me to. I'm so I'm like I'm like oh, a perfectionist know. when it comes to to posting Instagram and stuff. And I know it's, it's a terrible way to look at it because at the end of the day, you just gotta be cranking stuff out. True, but. What's the first? Yeah. Okay, it ain't, it ain't that long ago. 2011, I see it. 2011. I think I was an early adopter on Instagram too, man. I was on it before it was hot. One of my friends came to me, I remember. Woo! And, you know, living room. I'll never forget this. He came into the living room. He's like, have y'all seen this uh, new app? I was like, what is it? He's like, dude, you just shared pictures on here. It's like, Soldier Boy's got it. I was like, what? Right, I'm trying up. Yo, all right. So going back to that, I'm I'm looking at yours now. One like, yo, with two comments. Let's see what's the two. Yo, comments. that was that's not even a new like, or that's not even a, that's like that's a new like. That's like I know this person. That that, that person did not follow me back when I first. Big boxes went in just to like mess with me. That's crazy. All right, so go go back to your uh, to the GoPro. So yeah, but yeah, GoPro, GoPro. GoPro. I'm doing like these 15 second clips. I'm just. I'm just messing around on like long boards. Me and my friends are going out and we're just doing these stupid clips. Anything we can do really. I, I think we took it to Colorado once and we did some snowboarding stuff. <clears throat> At the time I thought it was the most badass thing ever, right? But I mean, I still had no, I, I, I had no idea like as far as true videography. I didn't know anything about cameras at that point. All I did was basically take the GoPro out of the box and just shoot. I, and then I, I would drop it into a timeline on like the, what was it? The Cyberlink Power Director. That was my program of choice back in the day. Jesus. And then I remember like the first time I ever synced like a song to one of my videos. Right. I think that I was hooked. I was like, dude, this is badass. What was it? I don't, I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I, I just remember that feeling. And every time after that, like, just I would get these 15 second clips for Instagram or for whatever it was, and I'd find a song. And as soon as I dropped that song on it, I just like, God, it's the best feeling ever. Because you know, like audio is such an important, crucial key part to uh, to videos. Right. And and I was I was just like blown away. I was like, this is badass. Like I could do this all the time. And, and I got a lot of good feedback. People love my videos and stuff. So I, I just kind of kept it on, in my back pocket for a while. I didn't really think of it again until until I was forced to with with uh, my current job now, and that's when we did the video shoot together in Vegas. Yep. And then so I've kind of uh, you know I've been learning as I've been shooting through experience, not really taking it as seriously as I should have, especially since you know I was doing it for a company, but I, we weren't we weren't doing many videos at all, so. Fast forward, you know, to the past, I think it was like three, four months ago. That's probably when I started blowing you up on text messages. And that's when my friend Danny and Allie approached me for their wedding video. 
Yeah, and and how did how did that happen? Like, how did how did it, how did they approach you to to shoot their wedding video? And like, sure. like yeah, why? these are these are people uh, that I've known since I was a child, like elementary school, way back. And I so I would say it was probably because I was posting a lot of videos at the time. I mean, just in my free time, I had the drone stuff going on. I had just got back from Iceland. I I put up like a pretty cool little edit on that on my Instagram in, in general I think people my friends in my network they kind of knew that I was I was interested in video and I was kind of doing it as a hobby at that point mm-hmm. so I guess they decided to to just come to me and they just asked me like hey are you are you down to shoot our wedding video and I was like initially I was like yeah, I got this. Of course, you know I do this for work. Yeah, you know, and I do cool Instagram videos, right? Like, yeah, yeah, how hard yeah. could it be? You know, but right. man, I was so wrong. Um, but at that point, still, like, I, I was smart enough to like manage expectations with them and and make sure that they should expect like the worst wedding video ever. But they were still okay with that. Like, they were still down with it. They were even like, "Yeah, we'll pay you for it." So I was stoked. I was really stoked and I agreed to do it. I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. And then, <laughs> and then I started researching on how to like properly shoot a wedding film. Right. And that's when, and this is the first, the first, 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 first wedding. This is the first, this is, I've never even thought about doing a wedding video, man. Like this is honestly, I don't think I've ever watched a wedding video before this. I don't right. think I've ever seen one because, you know, like people post them, but you just don't think to watch them. You think, oh, whatever, another wedding video. So I start to research how to shoot a wedding video. So, you know, I get on YouTube and I like immediately just start freaking out. <laughs> and this is around the time I, I started blowing you up because uh, I was like, man, this is just a lot of stuff to learn. And keep in mind, I still don't know my way around the camera. Like, I'm still shooting videos on full auto. I, I don't oh, know. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude. I mean, I, I'm serious. Yeah, this is bad. Like, the, especially with, like, the work videos, they just weren't very demanding. Like, it was just very quick stuff for social. I, I still didn't understand, like, the technical aspects of, of filmmaking and even the ins and outs of the camera. So, I mean, this is, like, you can, you can, you can think of how I felt like when I started reading about different settings and shutter speeds and that, you know, all that. And I was just like overwhelmed. I started freaking out. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm telling you, it was, when I I say I'm fresh, I'm new to this. Like, I mean, I am brand new. Right. So yeah, I start looking into it. I, I immediately text you, you know, you know, what really got me was the, was the audio. I like I was I was thinking you know I've done I have enough experience in video where I felt comfortable doing this and and I felt confident that I could deliver a somewhat decent product but then I started thinking about audio and I didn't realize like I thought that you could just pop a shotgun mic on top of DSLR and you just hop around and you and you capture audio throughout the day right mm-hmm. but that was again very wrong (laughs) and that's when i started blowing you up about audio and thank you for that you came through in a very big way uh 
and and thankfully I've I've watched enough YouTube videos and, and I've done a couple weddings now to to know what to expect. But man, that was that was crazy. That was a yeah. crazy learning curve for me. And so I spent so luckily the Danny and Allie, my friends, they had asked me about this like months and months before their actual wedding day. So I had a lot of time to to research and do my homework and figure out what I was doing. So I spent probably the next three or four months every day. I was watching YouTube videos, so I fell asleep. I asked my girlfriend, I was literally watching videos all day, every day. Uh, I was, I probably watched every wedding film that exists on YouTube. Yeah. Ever. Uh-huh. Like, you know how it is, right? Like, first off, you have to get like the inspiration. And then a lot of the shots when I was, when I was first initially researching, I was like, okay, well, I was making like checklists of like, these are the shots that I need. So I was watching as many YouTube videos or wedding films on YouTube as I possibly could. And it got to a point where I felt pretty confident. I was, I mean, I was in my free time, I just had, had the camera out and I was just shooting whatever I could. Like just most, most random stuff. My girlfriend was cooking. I would just start shooting her. If the dog was running around, I'd follow him. I would practice with my gimbal, my gimbal movements, all that stuff. And it got to a point where I, I felt pretty comfortable and confident in, in shooting the video. <clears throat> oh, that, let's backtrack a little bit. At the, at the time, I didn't have any equipment. So I was shooting on one Canon 70D at the time, just like a very entry-level DSLR and then once I started doing research and all that I started to realize oh well now I need to buy some decent gear right and at that point I was kind of like what what should I do you know I could either half-ass this video with you know just what I have or I can go all in and you know maybe this will turn into something so I kept thinking about that and, and that's what I ultimately ended up deciding to do. And I, I ended up making a sizable amount uh, of money and invested it into some gear, at least for me. Um, and, you know, they always say, like, it's not about the equipment, right? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's bullshit. It's all about the equipment. Yeah, that's what I, was, I, mean, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, I just think it's really funny that the people that are always saying this are like shooting these videos and saying that shit on like a six thousand dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially, when you get when you get to that skill level, it's it, and you know what you're doing. It's not about. It's really not about the camera because it, like they're all essentially providing that for you, right. and you know that's right. just not coming out of your own pockets, anyways. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. So I mean, that always just baffled me. I was like, people are, are literally telling me. Hey, yeah, equipment. You don't need equipment to to make a good video. Yeah, dude. So dive into that. That's because you know, if anyone is essentially looking to get into to starting wedding video, like starting the career, that shit is expensive. Like for just for you to just start out with like two bodies, a couple audio gear, and everything else. Like, yeah, yeah, you can rent. Um, Mm -hmm. obviously you can rent, but it's you know, it's it's not cheap, man. Like the people that want to do this, they're like, I think. They go initially with the thought of what you had in mind was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna strap on this uh, shotgun audio and like mm-hmm. put it on top of the camera and stuff, right? 
but without realization of like what the quality of that is. So man, just get into that. It's like, that's a lot of money. Like how much did you spend? Uh, man, I'm probably around five or $6,000 in right now. Yeah. And I would say that's pretty, that's pretty reasonable, but you have to understand that I came, I was, I, I was fortunate enough to have some equipment that I could use from work. Mm. And I think that's what really helped me kind of make that decision to invest in the gear was that I had, you know, I had a couple bodies that I could use from work. Uh, somehow my girlfriend's dad was actually into photography. So he had a, a, a body that I could use or borrow at the time. And then I just decided to, to just buy a decent, I ended up going with the Canon 5D Mark IV and you know, it's not a cheap camera, but I just decided to, you know, I looked at it in, in, in any way that, you know, someone starting a business would basically just an investment. Yep. And, you know, I figured if I start doing weddings, if I make a, a decent video, put it out there, I get some decent feedback, I can start, I could book at least, you know, three, four more weddings, at least. Right. And at that point, I could hopefully pay off uh, or break even on, on the equipment. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it, it, I've never really, I know it, it doesn't sound like a lot of money, but I mean, I've never really invested. It's a yeah, yeah. And, and I've never really invested that amount of money in anything. Like, I've always wanted to. And that goes back to like me always, I've always wanted like a side gig or a side hustle that I could, that I, you know, like something that I enjoyed doing and something that would actually pay me. And when I, I was just so excited about it when I realized videography was that thing. Like I've always been super passionate about it. It's always been a hobby of mine. I just, I just never looked at it from a lens like, oh, you're going to make money doing this. Like you can make money doing this. I never thought about that ever. I only did it for fun. I only did it to post on social. And so as soon as like all that started clicking for me, like, oh, these investments make complete sense. Like it's not, it's not so far fetched. Even if it was $10,000 or something, I, I feel like I still would have been super stoked about it. I'd be like, you know, how long does it take normal businesses to become profitable? Like, you know, years, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here and I'm just like, okay, I can, I can invest some money and really work, work hard, hopefully come out with a decent product. And I know from that point, like it'll, it'll pay for itself. And that's, I mean, it's starting to happen. I don't know if that's going to be the case a year or two from, from now, but I feel good about it. I feel confident that, you know, that this, is, this is a great investment. And I, I think that's how anyone look, starting or getting into this kind of thing should look at it. I think if you know that, and I don't know if I'm qualified to be giving advice, but I think if you know that you have a talent or skill with videography or photography, whatever it is, and you know, you're getting good feedback. What I did, I, I always just kind of got my feet wet and I would just throw little bits and clips out there and see how people reacted. Cause you know, I, I thought it was good, but you got to make sure that everybody, everybody else thinks it's good. And when I started getting good feedback was when I really realized, okay, I have something here and I can really, I can really just go forward with this. I think that's how people got to really look at it. 
If, I mean, if you, if you want to make an investment in equipment and stuff because it's your thing and you can afford it, go for it. But if you want to look at this from, you know, a, a perspective of making money, then you got, I mean, you have to be somewhat decent at what you do, right? You have yeah, to know and, if dude, you're good or not. And that's one of the biggest things too. I think I feel like now since um, cameras are so easily accessible that, you know, the skill, the skill level of people are, are um, heightening and they are, they are rising. Um, there are a lot of good people out there, but people that want to turn this into a business obviously have to realize like one, yeah, skill is a huge part of it, but two, um, having business experience and actually knowing what the fuck you're doing in business and yeah. how to <laughs> how to properly price yourself and everything else mm-hmm. within that that's a that's that's a huge factor you know your skill within what you can do within a camera it's probably 30 percent of of actually running a business in that sense but right. if you want to be a freelancer if you want to you know work for somebody else and shoot documentaries and do whatever else you want to do on mm-hmm. the side um you know skill level is definitely where it's at but to be profitable and and to actually start a business and to have employees you know mm-hmm. all that kind of uh dwindles you know and it, the most important thing is is business business aspects and experience and knowing how to run a business which is crazy yeah. right because you know yeah and, and, and i never thought that i would be you know first off talking to someone about this and then like I, me personally, I don't have, I'm not a very business savvy person and never really have been. Um, you know, I understand the basics, but what has really helped is, is networking, honestly. And like people like you, like when, when I meet people like you, I talk to people like you, I have relationships with people like you. These are all things that you can kind of use. And I've always been a terrible person at networking. I've never been good at networking, honestly. I, and I think what, what it came down to was the fact that I just didn't care. And I mean, in the past month with this wedding videography stuff, I've been networking with more people than I have in my entire life. And I think that all comes down to the fact that I'm passionate about it. And I, I actually want to learn. I actually want to meet people, like-minded people. And I want to learn from these people. And it's not, I mean, you can sit there and tell yourself, oh, well, networking is a good thing. Get out there, meet people. But if you're not like passionate about why you're networking or, or why you're trying to get out there and meet these people, then it's, not, it's, just, it's, I mean, it's a waste of time, honestly. For me, it wasn't worth the time. So that's why I just never did it. But now, now you're essentially networking with a purpose. Yeah, exactly. And, and before, it's, I, I like how you say that because when, people, when I was like, oh, I should be networking now. It was just like, why, why should I network? I mean, I mean, yeah, it might, it might find me a new job or it might find me uh, some different opportunities. But at the end of the day, I just weren't, I just wasn't super stoked about those things. And yeah, I man. Changes, I think all that changes when you find that thing that you're super passionate about, whether it's, you know, video or photo, photography. I mean, it could be anything. Right. All right. So let's go back. Let's go back to the wedding. Um, all right. So th- upon those hours of watching, watching YouTube videos, how much, like how much of that did that help? Like, cause I know a lot of YouTube videos for weddings don't really get into, into technical. Um, yeah. Detail, a lot right? of that I had to just really dig through the internet. Just I was doing a lot of redditing. Yeah. Doing, uh, a lot of just like, I was on forums a lot. So I, for whatever reason. Yeah. I, I agree. A lot of the YouTubers that, that uh do like wedding tutorials and like behind the scenes stuff 
they don't get into the super technical stuff. So I had to really dig for that. But for the most part, I would say, I would say I got like 80, 80, 90% of my knowledge and, 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 and general wedding videography from YouTube. This is probably <clears throat> terrible advice, but don't go to college. <laughs> just, just get on YouTube and learn everything. It's, I, I, it's so amazing. I, I, I honestly, I don't know how people did anything before YouTube. <laughs> it's, you know, it's crazy to think that YouTube was just out, what, 2006, 12 years ago. Yeah. It's still, yeah. it's still not even, it's still not a fucking teenager, man. It's still yeah. just like, yeah. you know, it's, it's wild. Um, yeah, I think there's, there's so many opportunities out there like YouTube and Mission U that are doing these online based education um, mm. that you don't even have to go to college, you know, like I personally yeah. think college is a fucking racket right yeah. and it's it's insane um now in these days it's like if you're not doing anything that you can do on your phone or like things that are related to any potential you can do on your phone like you're i think you're missing out on a huge aspect of any opportunities like if you want to pursue any any kind of creative uh, pursuit but you know like just us being asian i think like the culture of your parents kind of like force you force you to, to go to college right yeah yeah it's, I mean, luckily, my parents were very like laid back, especially for, I guess, as a general Asian Asian kind of uh, culture attitude that they're very like, okay, you got to be a lawyer, you got to be a doctor, da, da, da. You know, it's a very, very true stereotype, in my opinion. But I grew up with parents that were, you know, they're super stoked about this whole videography thing. Like, nice my dad my dad actually was a creative growing up so i had that i had that going for me he understands that it's not about you know money at the end of the day it's for 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 him like he understands like the most important thing is being happy with what you do and so he i mean he originally wanted me to like pursue music and all this different stuff so when i first told him and i showed him my my first wedding video he was like I mean, he was blown away and he was so like proud and happy, which was, which is awesome. It's also another thing that was awesome with this whole uh, video thing is that, you know, my mom and my dad both, both can watch that video and they're like, wow, you really do have talent. And, and it's something that, that didn't really surprise them. Like I remember my dad was like, it doesn't surprise me that like you're into this or it doesn't surprise me that you're good at this type of thing. Like you've always kind of been a more creative person. So, so yeah, man. Yeah, that's so important, man, you know, um, just playing through to your, I think parents now need to realize more about where, what the strengths of their kids are, you know, mm-hmm. instead of, um, instead of trying to push in the, to fucking play piano or, yeah. you know, be a lawyer or whatever. Right. So it's, yeah. it's really cool that you, uh, your parents are behind you because that's, yeah. it's, it's rare. Like, were it, your parents it, like that or, yeah. or were they like the stereotypical Asian parents? Like you should, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. Not really. I think like on my side, I was, I was always more of a rebel. Um, like yeah. I didn't listen to my mom much, even when it came to like career decisions or any type of college decision. So I think at an early onset, she already knew that like whatever I wanted to do was what I wanted to do. Um, right. Yeah. But like I'm, I'm more so like my dad, like if we're focused on something, like we're going at that 150%. You know, mm-hmm. there's, um, there really isn't much that you can say to us that we're like, no, like that can kind of change us or sway us in our decisions. Um, like for me, like when I knew I wanted to do this, like I just went hard and it's never, never really looked back, man. 
And that's, that's one of the things that even going back to your on a financial investment of it, it's like, you know how you said you're going to recoup that, that six grand investment. It's <laughs> that's, that six grand is going to, it's, it's going to be percentage of what you actually spend, you know? Right. Yeah. So even look at it in that way, it's like, you know, like you might make six, you might spend invest six grand, but the money you're going to make or throughout your career, it's like, you know, it's, it's still a chump change, you know? Yeah. I think as far as like you can get over that hump, like, oh, shit, I invested. Even though it's a lot of money, and I was like that too when we first started because now you're like, you know, now we're investing in 30, 40,000 cameras, and it's, yeah. and it's like, it's just a fucking, it's just a drop in a bucket sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah, dude, and you know what's cool about it is that, well, I don't know if it's cool, but when you first start doing that, like, I, I talk to my friend a lot. You know, I go to them for advice. I talk to them all day, every day. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking about dropping $5,000, $6,000 into video gear. And, and, you know, they're like, well, that's just idiotic. You know, like, why would you ever do that? Like, it, it, what are you thinking? Um, and then, you know, you kind of get over that, that initial hump. You, you, you do it, you do, you invest the money and then you, you, you make your first video. And then all of a sudden people are like, oh man, Jensen's really good at this. He's, he's, he's got some talent. I, next thing I know, my friends are asking me, "Hey, can you do my wedding?" I'm not getting married for another year, but hey, you should—you're totally doing my wedding. Right. And then everyone's like, "Oh, well, that, that was a good idea. I'm glad you did make that investment." And it's like, you know, you can't listen to anybody really because at the end of the day, you look at it from a, a scope of like, okay, I'm about to spend six thousand dollars in toys, to, in what most people would consider toys, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, like as long as you know what you're going to do with it and you have a plan, like it's like you said, it's chump change. You yep. think bigger picture, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. So I really want to go back into, to wedding video and your first one. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's, let's talk about positive negatives. Um, things you want to learn. I mean, things you've learned, like being on the actual day, like for, for someone that just shot two, two weddings in their last, you know, three weeks, like if someone were to do this, just fresh out like you did like what's what's your best advice for him uh advice man i would say don't don't ever shoot solo (laughs) but no that's not true actually i take that back i'm i'm I'm, i shoot solo now i will continue to shoot solo for as long as i can just because i don't i don't have access to a second shooter I, i don't know if paying someone to do that i just don't i don't really trust anyone right now at this point either unless i can actually take a look at their work and at that point, I just don't know if I'm making enough to for it to make sense to to pay a second shooter. But I mean, for advice, man, just prep, prep, prep. That that saved me. I I feel like when I did my first wedding video, it was I can honestly say it was the most stressful day of my life. And I don't know, I don't know if you remember your first wedding, man. That was legit the most stressful day of my life, and. I don't think anything could have prepared me for how hectic that day was. It was, oh my God. So first off, I'm shooting solo. So I gotta be, I gotta be here, I gotta be there. And I have these tiny windows in between locations. So I, I gotta be at bride prep, I gotta be at uh, groom prep. And I have literally 30 minutes tops to be at these locations getting what I need as opposed to, you know, having a second shooter, you can take your time and you don't have to worry about, you know, just getting to the next location. So 
all those little things I just remember like being in a car when I was transitioning from uh, the, the, the groom prep to the bride prep. So um, it was probably a 25 minute drive from, from I'm, I'm, I live in St. Louis. We have a, we live in a, I live in a County or I live in the city and they were based. The, the groom prep was in the County, which is about 25 minutes from downtown. And that's where the bride prep is happening. So I have 30 minutes to work with. I have a 25 minute drive. And then there's all the factors in, in between, you know, the drive. There could be traffic. I mean, someone could get pulled. I could get pulled over. Like there's a million things running through your head. And I just kept thinking like, if any of these things happen, I'm going to, I'm going to totally miss all my shots for, for uh, bride prep. And I just kept just tweaking out the entire day and looking back, especially after doing my second video, you just got to stay calm. Like I admit, I, I, I'll tell you right now, I completely botched uh, the bride coming down the aisle during the ceremony. Like all of it was unusable because I mean, I think I just blacked out. <laughs> like I'm not kidding. I think I just blacked out. Like I was, I was just going back and forth, getting, trying to get as many angles as I could. I, I was going from the left side of the altar to the right side, getting uh, all the, the, the bridesmaids down the aisle, the groomsmen down the aisle. And I was just trying to do too much. And I think that was my issue. If I would have just, just stayed in like stationary almost, I just, even if I, I should have just propped up a monopod, just hung out and just got stable, usable footage. I think that was where I kind of screwed up. Even though the final product came out great, I'm telling you a lot of that footage could have been way better if I would have just taken my time, kept cool and just thought about the shots. Like I, when the, when the bride started walking down the aisle, I don't even know where my brain went. I was, I, I can't, I, I, I try to like remember that moment and I can't because I feel like I literally blacked out and I was just, completely out of it like looking back at the footage it was so shaky none of it was even remotely close to usable and I just freaked out and, and knowing that like even on my second wedding I still I still had that like you can see in the footage like I was just freaking out the entire time and I, I don't even know I, the second wedding yeah I think oh, I wow. still got a lot to learn as far as just being it's like staying cool keeping calm and just getting those shots that you that you need. I, I, like I said, it was just I was just trying to do too much. Right. So yeah, that would be probably my advice for anyone starting out. Like obviously you're gonna be anxious, you're gonna be stressed during going into that first wedding. But stick to that plan. Like I had a checklist. Um, stick to that checklist. Don't try to get too crazy. I mean, you have the entire you have the rest of your wedding fun career to get creative and, and do crazy stuff. Right. But like with that first video, you just gotta, you just gotta get the basics down. You just gotta just prep. Yeah, exactly. Get that. Make sure you have that check. That that was one thing that really helped me. I printed out the schedule. I print out like down to the exact shots that I needed. Mm -hmm. Um, like ring shots, uh, the, the, the or the, the dress, all that stuff. I had it down all written out with with like time frames too like how long it's going to take how, how like i had everything down and that helped me 
so much. If you, I, I feel, I mean, I don't know how you do it now. Do you, do you kind of just wing it as you go? You know, I think for us, it's, it's become so uh, robotic that we flow throughout the day, right? Yeah. Like, like Devin and I, we can anticipate things that are happening, but for us, it's, um, it's really more so about um, communicating with the wedding coordinator or Canadian, uh, yeah. communicating with the photographer. Uh, so it's really more so on like, Hey, what are you guys uh, looking to do? Like, what's the timeline for a couple photos or what's the timeline for this? What's the timeline for that? So communicating with the people that are essentially planning a wedding and, and being revolved around the wedding, that's not the, that's not the, the, the party that, that is essentially a huge, um, help to, to anyone that's starting out like communicate your ass off, you know, like talk to everybody to the wedding planner. Essentially, like it's good that you were able to, to get everything printed and you were able to get everything written down. Cause that's a huge part. As long as you know, like what the times are, even like 99% of weddings are going to be late to everything. Like mm -hmm. everything is going to happen late, but yeah. as long as you kind of have a good general concept of, of what uh, it's going on. But yeah, man, like how we do it now, it's, it's just become so automatic. Um, like, just going back to my first wedding, um, and here's a little different advice from what you offered, but my first wedding, I overloaded, essentially, like I brought on two additional guys, uh, because I knew it was going to get hectic, right? Like I knew like I wasn't, um, capable enough to, to kind of take the situation on. So I brought two additional guys to help me out. And essentially those two guys are just my friends. Um, essentially it's like more so of the, Hey, help me watch this gear or help me put this tripod here. Uh, like I knew the shots I wanted, but I didn't want to rush. Yeah. So that was right. a big thing. Like, and for that first wedding, our first wedding actually came out really good because no one was stressed and it was a lot of fun. Um, and I kind of just taken that approach to every single wedding now. It's like, dude, we either go in with like, we'd never go in with, with more, with less than two. Like that's mm -hmm. just a rule. Like, and anyone we treat it like we're on set essentially. So it's like, you have to have either a mandatory of two or at least get a third person and a third person. It's like, it's either a PA a production assistant or anyone else that can kind of just like watch your shit. Cause that's, yeah. it's a, it's a huge part. Sometimes you want to like, you know, I don't want to, I wouldn't want a penny pinch in a sense where like, I want to, I wouldn't want to bring someone on for a hundred dollars a day, but then you lose like your $1,200, 70, 70 to 200. Cause someone took it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that shit just doesn't make sense, man. And yeah. that's another thing that, I mean, I was worried about the entire time because I, you know, I'm one guy. I can only do so much. I have all my equipment just laid out. Mm -hmm. And I know you were, you were the first one that kind of even brought it up. It's like you, you know, you, someone should be washing your equipment because you never know what could happen. And right now, I mean, unfortunately, I just the good thing is I, I'm doing weddings of people that I know for the most part, so I can ask one of my buddies who's in the wedding or sitting in the aisles and you know hey can you just keep an eye out for for my stuff but you know that's that's stuff that i'm gonna have to eventually start thinking about and you know like i said being a one-man team is, is is crazy but but yeah and and also going back to the the photographer and the, the communication part that you were talking about that was extremely helpful for me too now that i, I think about it um luckily i was I was fortunate enough to have a very experienced photographer. I think she she's been in the game for like 13 years or something. So she knew exactly what she was doing. You know, these people basically direct the entire day. So mm -hmm. 
I, and, and this is advice you gave me too, you know, just kind of take the back seat and let the photographers do their thing and you get their shots. You know, they're going to set up everything that you need. So I, yeah, for anyone getting into it, I wouldn't stress too much about, I wouldn't completely rely on the photographer, but I also wouldn't stress too much about getting uh, specific shots or like being able to stage uh, detail shots or things like that. Because for the most part, the photographer is going to do that for you and they're probably going to do it better than you would because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I honestly, communication is a big part of that day. I tried to stay out of the photographer's way as much as I could. She was very helpful and she was super nice, but at the same time, you could tell like she's just a person that you do not fuck with. So <laughs> yeah, I, I was just like, yeah, I, I'm on your way, whatever, you, wherever you need to be, I, I will be there. And yeah. Yeah, no, that's dude. That's good. Um, so what do you, what do you plan on taking forward? Like with that education? Um, I know you want to like, you want to stop being a one man band, you kind of calm down a little bit during these events. Like what's, what's the next thing you're trying to work on for, for the next wedding? Man. So the next one, hopefully, so I've, I've been community. I've, I've learned in my second wedding. I've kind of adjusted since I know I'm only one person. I can only be at so many places at, at one time. You know, I say, Hey, I kind of asked the bride if they could kind of work around the schedule. Hey, instead of me having to show up at, I don't know, like 9am and the, the group, the grooms men have to start getting ready in 30 minutes after that. I asked them, you know, hey, can you space that out? Give me some leeway. Give me some time so I can kind of move around and not have to feel stressed about having such little time to get everything. And I don't know if this is going to be a thing going forward, but they were both very open to it. They, I mean, they started getting ready probably an hour before originally planned. So that gave me a lot of time to work with. Um, and that day was so much less stressful just from that because I can do reception. I can do, you know, get the establishing shots of locations and, and I can do the ceremony. None of that is an issue as well as a one man band, but it's, it's really that, that first half of the day we're running around trying to get everything as far as prep is concerned. So when I asked them to space it out, it, it made the day so much easier. I mean, I could actually, take my time and I could think about shots that I wanted to get and kind of get creative with things. So yeah, that was, that was a huge thing for the second wedding. Nice dude. Yeah. It sounded, I mean, it sounded like, you know, the second wedding was uh, tenfold, a, a little, a little more, yeah. a little less stressful on your side. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, that's just, and, and I was so fresh off that first one too, that I was kind of like, that was actually kind of like a, a, a downfall of, of being, so fresh off that first wedding is that I, I kind of got cocky and I was like, oh, well, been here, done that, been there, done that. I was, and I started just kind of, like you said, I just started going with the flow. It was like almost robotic for me because, you know, these different shots, I, was, I wasn't really thinking about all the technical stuff. And then I kind of came to, to bite me in the ass once I started looking at it in post. Uh, some of my, my frame rates were wrong. And I mean, it's nothing that anybody would ever notice, but it's just little things like that that, that I started to screw up just because I thought I was the man two weddings in <laughs> still still got still got ways to go young buck yeah man I, I got a long way to go yeah I, mean, I, I, I still as far as like the whole business side is concerned I have all that to figure out 
right now I'm still building my portfolio. I'm concentrating on building the website. Um, I'm exploring, I don't know. I, right now I'm not, I don't think I'm ready to go full time with this. I think I have a long ways to go before then. But in the meantime, I'm just focusing on building that portfolio. Like I said, I, I, I'm just not finishing my second video. So I got to get some work out there and, and that's going to take some time. Yeah. I mean, essentially you're still, you know, it's with the nine to five that you're doing and, and the way to wedding video stuff on the side. I mean, that's, I think it's all manageable, you know, until you can really push it full time. Um, yeah, and, and that's what's nice about it is that, you know, I, as opposed to you guys, you guys probably taking a lot of work every month. Mm -hmm. I can kind of just pick and choose what I want. Right now, I, I mean, I, I don't know how much time you guys put in editing, but editing eats up a lot of my time. So, and I'm, I'm still very early, and I know that in a lot of ways I'm a perfectionist when it comes to putting out these videos, especially since I'm so early and I want people to really like these videos. So I'm putting a lot of time and energy into these videos. And I mean, as you should. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I, I, I would love to be doing weddings every, every, every week, but it's just not manageable for me right now. So. Yeah, it's still not manageable for us because there's, there's, yeah. it's just so time consuming, man. Yeah. You know, but even, like for stuff like that, you get to, you get in the post and you're like, oh shit, some of these shots are really good. You know, mm -hmm. then it kind of like hypes you up people more. Like for me, I was as I was editing yesterday, I had like a marathon editing session yesterday. Um, like I was looking at a lot of shots. I'm like, dude, these are fucking great shots, and it just kind of hypes you up. Like you know, it just makes you really just want to like it's go. Funny in. you say that, man, because the first wedding. It wasn't until I didn't look at any of my, I mean, I looked at a little, a couple of clips here and there throughout the day, but I was just like so stressed about getting the shots that I just didn't even think about it. It wasn't until I got back to my girlfriend's house that night and I started uh, uploading some of the footage uh, onto some, some, of some, some of the hard drives and I was looking at the footage and it's the first time I'd really looked at it and I was like, holy shit, at that moment I was like, this is actually really good. Because <laughs> um, at that point, I was like, this could, this could be terrible. This could be decent. I don't know. I had no idea what to expect. And I, I looked at that, and that was a moment I was like, all right, I got this. You know, I, this is going to be a breeze. Right. No, that's a dude. That's a, it's, yeah, it's, I think it's one of the most gratifying things to like you know just see all of the of the day's work and you're like yeah. oh this is actually i'm actually all right at this <laughs> yeah yeah and it's super addicting isn't it like I, yeah. the most addicting part of it for me is sometimes it takes five six i mean 10 plus tries to get that one shot you go back and forth back and forth but then you get that shot and then you look you look back on your screen and you watch it and you're like oh that's it and that's that feeling that i love about shooting like I love editing. I don't know how you feel about editing. Like I have like a, especially now that I'm doing weddings for people that I, that I know, I feel like I have like a special connection during the editing process. Like I get, I get kind of emotional. It's, it's just a cool and like real creative process for me that I enjoy the filming part. It's a, it's a little, it's a little stressful and it's, it's very physically demanding. Um, but I still have fun with it. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Like those moments like that when, when it takes you, many many tries but eventually you, you you get it and you watch it and you're like damn i'm good it's the money shot yeah, yeah. no it, it's it's still exciting man like i still like honestly i still love editing 
yeah. you know, it does take a shit ton of time, which is, which yeah. is the hardest part because now, you know, you have to, for me, it's like, you have to balance out like, okay, do I, am I CEO? Do I like manage the, you know, do I manage the company or am I just like dicking around and decided like edit videos while everyone's, yeah. doing you know, so it's, that's the hardest part. Like I still love it, man. It's, you know, it's still very much enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. It's like, you, you just got to really still enjoy the craft, you know, yeah. so that's super important. You know what it is? It's that, it's that initial moment when you sit down with all that footage and you're just like, what the, where do I start? Right. <laughs> Cause I mean, it's, it's, it's a grueling like process, like, especially in the beginning, you have hours and hours of footage and you're just like, I mean, it's just every, every wedding is different. It's a different story. And then you gotta find the the right music and like I, we were just texting each other about about that like last week and I was like stressing about music because it, first off it takes forever to find that song. Yep. Then you gotta find two more, mm-hmm. and then you gotta make it fit the timeline, and then you gotta gotta make sense, and it's it's just so crazy. And I, I don't think a lot of people, especially people who pay, like the the couples that pay for weddings, wedding videographers they're like oh three thousand dollars four thousand dollars is such a ripoff for a wedding video like i can't believe these people are charging it so much but when you think about it like all the time and, and it's just it's just a huge process that a lot of people don't really realize you know it just takes a lot of time and effort and it just it can be draining at times too like i i have to step away from the computer after if i'm editing for four or five hours i'm just sitting there and i just can't sometimes i'll just hit a wall you know you know how that is right and I'll sit there and I'm like, I can't, I can't look at this any longer. Like, I, I feel like I, I'm just not, no longer productive. I have to go to sleep or something, step away for a while and then come back to it. Preach. It's, it's, it's like, it's like those, like you have to do that. I don't know. For me, for videos, I feel like I faced that like three or four times before I can like wrap up a video or at least just like the basic timeline of the video. And then at that point, I'm just like, all right, let's get to work. Yeah. And it's, it's good. It's a good educational too. Like I feel like a lot of couples, um, even in the wedding industry, as popular as it is now, like I think it's essentially just our job to educate, um, what it really goes into the whole day, you know, like just not like you were going, you were saying earlier about pricing. Like it seems like a lot and it is a lot. Um, but to, to realize and see like how much of your life goes into creating that, that film for you guys. It's, it's an insane amount of time. And, you know, it's like, um, it's one of my responsibilities right now to kind of just educate our, our market and the bride and a couple I'm like, this is really what it, this is how long it takes to mm-hmm. really just sit down and like what you said earlier, was just dumping a hard drive and figuring out what to do with this footage all right you have like hours and hours and you essentially in a 10 hour day you know you have x amount of cameras that's 30 hours of footage you got to watch yeah and it's wild but it's yeah and to to really just put it together and be like all right this is the story i'm going to tell that it takes like that is the funnest part for me but it also takes a special like you know special skill for for someone to do it and I think you, even with the first one that you've done, I, that was a great one. I was like, that was really super impressive in a sense where it's like, that was your first wedding and the level of quality that you put out was, was, was insane. So. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. I, that means a lot coming from me. I appreciate that. I honestly, for that first video, a lot of that was, I mean, I guess it's true for a lot of people starting out in whatever creative field that, that is, 
that, that they're in. But, you know, that was just a lot of inspiration and, and stuff that I took from videos that I've watched. I mean, there's, it's almost like formulaic to a point, I think, with wedding videos, you know, that like there's all the shots, right? And mm-hmm. there's anything you can do with it. Not to say that there's a lot of different, I mean, I, what I kind of appreciate about wedding videos is that, yeah, a lot of the, the videos are going to be similar, but there's a different style. And just about everybody that you, that you see, and, you know, I got a while before I figure out my style. Like right now, I, I, I'm i borrowing heavily from just people that I watch on YouTube, just random filmmakers that I, that I find online. But, you know, at some point, I, hopefully I can kind of hone my own style and, and my own craft and it'll be a little different. So I think with my first video, it doesn't really stand out in its own way. Um, I'm just being super critical of my own video, but I think for a lot of people, that doesn't really matter. You know, I think that just comes down to you as a as a creator. Um, but yeah, yeah. So what did uh, what did the couple say when you you shown it to them? Ready, right? Oh yeah, dude. Oh my god. So that was definitely the best part about <laughs> this whole process. Um, that basically justified everything it was i mean i they they knew they, they i think they secretly did have high expectations to begin with just because i had already like danny my he, i've known him since elementary school like he he's known that you know i'm i'm i do decent video stuff and i was already kind of teasing him with some of the stuff like i would send him like little clips of the video and just to get him hyped up about it so he was like he was he was definitely like super excited about it but he also knew that it wasn't going to be a terrible video the bride ali on the other hand she had no clue what to expect right and i told her going into this like this is going to be a terrible video so i hope you're prepared for that um and so they were actually on their honeymoon this is a super quick turnaround i know i i just figured that out because i didn't really understand it it takes a lot of companies to like months to to, to finish a wedding video apparently but I got this done, I think within a couple, first couple of weeks, they were just getting back from Hawaii. Uh, I made them a nice little engraved flash drive, put it on there, left it in their mailbox, and they got back that night, they watched it, and like the messages that I got from both of them, like it just, it just made me feel, it, it just made, it just felt great, man. Like I did something awesome and especially when you're talking about weddings like the most important day of people's lives it was just it was just so awesome to know that something that you made like will impact these people for the rest of their lives and yeah i mean for that that was that was i mean if i i don't think i had any like doubts before that but man if i did just hearing that kind of stuff was definitely something that would make me feel like you know i'm i'm doing the right thing this is this is something that you need to pursue either way and you know you have a skill so it's pretty awesome so that's dude that's a great story and it's um i think that's why all of us do it um that that feedback from the couple and uh just seeing your work online and Mm -hmm. you know just how many people love it it's it's nuts it's yeah. a it's a really selfish reason, but it's also like it's. I don't I don't necessarily think so. I mean, yeah. we all do things for a reason. Like, yeah, 
you go to work for money to, I mean, whatever it is like honestly this is i think a pretty noble thing like i am one of those people that i just ha- I, I have to have like some sort of creative outlet yep and in a lot of ways like photography was that and then videography came along and and that kind of became the thing and i i enjoy like making music and stuff too so like i constantly have to like take my mind elsewhere and and kind of be doing something creative and this is the first thing for me where people have really responded well so i think that's that's pretty important i mean i i don't think you necessarily have to to you know to to have like people praising you for your work and and all that but it's just a good feeling knowing that you're good at something and that and i don't think that's like wrong you know it just it's it for me it's, it's really satisfying to know that I'm, I'm actually good at something yeah it's well it's selfish in a way where you're you're um satisfying your own creative outlet you know it's yeah. like i'm not like i don't want to I don't want to work just nine to five, but I want to like pursue something that I'm good at essentially. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's the other aspect of it too, is like, I don't want to sit at a desk job for the rest of my life. You know, I, I don't want to be doing something that I don't want to do for the rest of my life. I want to find something that I'm good at. I want to find something that I feel like I can, you know, make money doing while being happy. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I enjoy my job now. I, I enjoy working. I, I enjoy, you know, the the industry that I'm in and, and content management and all that. But at the end of the day, it's just, I mean, I, I think of it as like, would I be doing that if they weren't paying me? Like, I probably not. <laughs> and video for me is that one thing. And it's always been like that. It's, it's that one thing that I know for a fact I would be doing if I wasn't getting paid. Because I did. I did. I did do it when I wasn't getting paid for a long time. I'm I'm just now starting to get paid for my work and and that's just kind of where the passion and and all that is like super important and and if that's what drives you then I don't think you're a bad person for it. Yeah, no, definitely. All right, so where where do you see yourself with video and um you know this whole this whole uh thing you're so definitely passionate about and love with in the next few months. Yeah, so I can't say for sure like as I said earlier, I, I still got a lot of work to do on the business side and you're probably gonna get a lot of text messages <laughs> coming coming your way soon, but I got a portfolio to work on. I'm I'm just I'm focused. I, I like to focus like one one thing at a time for the most part. I you know, I gotta knock this out, I gotta knock this thing out. I'm gonna build that portfolio up, I'm gonna network with people. I, I don't know how how big this is gonna get. Like right now. I think my you know my one year plan is hopefully I'm booked every month and this is still a side gig for me. I don't I don't think I'm ready to take this on full time yet. I think that'll come with time and experience and as I learn the business side of things. I mean I'm still stuck I, I still need to file an LLC. I don't I'm stuck on a name. Mm, <laughs> I don't even right. know Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, and it's such a it's such a stupid thing to be hung up on, but you know, like I, don't know, I feel like names are pretty important and uh and i don't like if if it does blow up into something i don't want to be like junsu product i don't know like i want to go with my name but at the same time i don't know this could this could turn into something big and 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 maybe it won't maybe it will 
we'll see. But I know for a fact, the one thing I do know is that I love this. I love doing it. And if the opportunity arises where I can do this full time and I can make this my career, I can make a living doing this, then in a heartbeat, I would do it. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I think it's what everyone, everyone uh, aims to achieve to, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I say these things and I know I'm just right now, I'm in that phase where I'm just putting in the work. Like right. that's, that's all I'm, I'm, that's all I care about is like, I, I know I hate, I hate like people who want to just over, you know, just become successful overnight. And, and I, I feel like I'm in a lot of ways. I, I was like that too. Like I'm very impatient and I want things to kind of come my way as soon as, as soon as possible. But with this thing, like I know I got a long ways to go. I got a lot to learn still. And if I, if I do this right and I, and I put in the work, then I know something, something will happen with this. So yeah. I'm, I'm confident. It's, and you just going back to that, it's like, you know, I think we're, we're all still so young. It's, um, you know, there's really isn't a rush on it. I mean, let's say, let's say you spend the next year, two years of your life really uh, pushing this and really going hard. Like by that time, you'd be what, 30? Yeah. You know, you still, you still got a, you still got a shit ton of time to go. I'm 29, bro. Okay. 29. I'm sorry. 29, you know, so it's, you know, in two years, I'll be 31, man. So it's even as, as long as I've been in, in this and that's 2012, six years. Mm-hmm. It's, like, dude, it's still like, I still feel like thirties are, are, there's so much to do in your thirties. You know, there's like, yeah, so no, much I agree. There. I know, I know for a fact, like, especially when I think of people like you, like you've been doing this a long time. And I mean, think about just successful people in general. It's a very small amount of people become successful in their twenties. You know, it's, it's just, it takes years and years and years. And it takes a lot of consistency and dedication. And I think those things don't pay off until, you know, you're older and that's how it should be. It makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, as long as you're, you're always hundred percent willing to do to put in the work and, um, you know, just kind of realize the big picture, like even, even the name stuff, like to many people, it's not important, but you know, to see, to know where you can see where it could be in the next two, three years, it's, it's a huge thing. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's patience, man. You know, we're still, it's a long game. So I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad you're, uh, I'm glad you're realizing that. And it's, it's always good to hear. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure the business portion of it will, will, uh, will eventually come, um, as, as you learn and, um, do more research. So it's cool, man. So what are you, what are you excited about? Like what's, uh, right now, like what is, what's the one thing that really excites you? You know, what it could be like politics or it could be anything you really, anything you, you oh, it could oh, be like a brand new pillow that you just bought from, from fucking Bed Bath & Beyond. Like what, what excites you? Right <laughs> to be honest, it's kind of actually sad now that I think about it. I used to be stoked on a lot of different kind of stuff. Um, but now all I can literally think about is if it's not like videography, I mean, it's something that has to do with it. Like I, right now, all I can think about is gear and it's, it's terrible because I I'm, I'm definitely guilty of like this consumer mind, like consumer mindset. Like I, I just, I, I need to, I need to take, I need to take a start calming down on my expenses. Like I, 
I try to be smart, but at the same time, like I'm one of those people that almost feels like they need like the best of the best that they can get, the best technology, the newest technology. And I know obviously that's not that's not smart first off. And it doesn't make sense because you'll never catch up. Technology is so insane. Like, you know, it changes literally every year. And I'm I'm trying to do things right now. Like I'm I'm looking into building a PC, right? We were talking about this before. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm gonna build a PC because I you know I hate Windows. <laughs> but I need I need a new workstation, you know? Um I right now my workflow is it's so restricted with what I have right now. I mean, I can, I can edit 1080p all day on my MacBook Pro, but at some point, like I need, a, I need a, I need a decent rig where I can edit 4K and I can save time, like exporting these these huge files. So, um, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out a good balance between the newest tech, the newest, latest tech, because that's something I've always been super passionate about. Like, I, I love technology. I, I'm a huge, like, Apple fanboy at the end of the day. I hate to say it, but <laughs> I, I, I'm i just trying to figure out what I absolutely need. And I know you told me you should only invest in things that will save you time. And that, that really uh, struck a chord with me because at the end of the day, sometimes I, I, I don't, do that and I know my current needs I they're not super demanding but at the same time I need something and gear right now is basically all I can think about <laughs> it's terrible but it so, so for example I just <laughs> I just talked about with you uh the 70 to 200 I'm super stoked on this thing uh did you see did you see my last Instagram that I posted uh of the guy of my friend longboarding down the street yeah 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 that was dope yeah i so i rented the the 72 to 200 for the, the the past two weddings i did just to get that focal length for the ceremony and uh it was i mean it was it was a great lens i got i got some great footage out of it at the end of the day i i don't i only use it for what like one clip of the entire movie you know and I was looking at it and I was like, okay, well, this is like a $2,000 win. <laughs> like who, who can justify this thing? Right. And it, it, I certainly couldn't justify it by looking at the video alone. And then I finally got around, I figured I should, I might as well just take it out to shoot some photos with. And man, I just, I honestly couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was so stoked with what I was seeing. Like, I, and photo, photography has always been something that I love. Like that, that's definitely what, that was like my gateway drug to videography. I think a lot of people probably, like that's the same story for most people. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, that's been kind of on the back burner because the videography has been taking up so much time and, and that's kind of what I want to focus on. But, and like I, I, for photography, I need a lot of inspiration to get out there and shoot and stuff. I'm, I'm not exactly in the most beautiful location in the world. so. It takes a lot for me to get out there with a camera and start shooting. So I took the 70 to 200 out just, just, just to see what it was about. Cause I've read so much amazing reviews on the, on the lens itself. And I, I took some pictures of my girlfriend, like walking down the street one day 
And I was like, holy shit, this thing is a moneymaker. Like I can totally see why every wedding photographer, any any serious photographer has this lens because the, the, the images that it takes, like it's just unreal. It's yeah, it's a it's a bad boy. So <laughs> you're obsessed with that. And then yeah. wait until wait until you get to play with this um uh I think it's this three fifty to seven hundred. Uh yeah, I just, that I who got the hell needs that? I'm not shooting oh. freaking Jaguars out in the wild. <laughs> Dude, I'm that that is a fucking bazooka of a lens. That's yeah, like that's the bazooka lens, right? Yeah. yeah, that's probably like twice the size of that. But I got I got to, I got a chance to shoot a uh, sports show um of a uh racetrack. Dude, uh-huh. that, that lens is just in it's it's insane. Is it it's a super fast lens? What are the specs on it? It's a pretty slow lens. I think it's like F four. Um, uh, but man, the, just the just the size of that thing is insane. Like, yeah, I mean, have, I don't know how the, <laughs> it's so big. I just don't understand how people can even use that. But I mean, I guess if you're doing uh, like that kind of shooting, or you know, if you're like doing wildlife shooting or anything that requires being really far from your subject, yeah, yeah, it's wild, man. You know, like I just even going back to what you were saying, right? Like being obsessed with gear. Like I don't, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. You know, um, I think now it's like you're, we're at this stage where like we think we, we um, connect gear with like money, right? But yeah. I think you're like, if people are really smart about it, and I wish I would have done this earlier, like, dude, if you can get people, if you can get companies to like sponsor you in gears, yeah. oh my God, like that would just, you know, it just, it just like takes away all that, all that like aspect yeah. of like worrying about, fuck, I got to invest whatever, right? Yeah. I hate I hate thinking about that kind of stuff because like oh my I could sit here and talk to you for hours. This could be another podcast of missed opportunities, right? But right, like man, if if I was like sponsored by Canon or Sony or something, like I that would be that's like that's gold right there. Yeah. yeah. So so Canon, Canon, if you hear this, uh, support support your boys. <laughs> Come on, Canon, where you at? <laughs> so I, I follow I follow plenty of guys on on Instagram that are sponsored by Canon. And they get free shit all the time, but man, I, that's it's so amazing to me. It's wild. Yeah. It's like, how do they? How do you do it? Like, how do you? You know, how do you ask for it, man? Like, you know, I don't think it's bad to be necessarily like be consumed by gear. You just gotta be. You just gotta be smart about yeah. it. You know. And, and you know what? At the end of the day, I don't. It's not a bad thing because if if this wedding business, if my this potential wedding business, is what I'll call it, if it's ever even just profitable enough for me to, you know, just buy equipment. I think that's a win. Like, I mean, I'll do it just for that because I like, I love this. I love making videos and I love creating better videos. Every time I make a video, I want to, I want to get better. And sometimes equipment is the way to that, to, to accomplishing that. And I mean, it, it costs a lot of money, but, if, if, if literally if that's all that comes out of this wedding business then i'm fine with it honestly because you know what at the end of the day all hobbies cost money that's a fact of life fact and of all, life. unless you're out there like skateboarding is like one of those last hobbies that, that doesn't cost. even that man the boards out there are super expensive you gotta buy the shoes and whatnot yeah. and you gotta pay money parks and shit but at the end of the day and for all you podcast listeners right now, Juncy was holding his seventy two hundred <laughs> like a Yo, fucking I hold baby. This, I hold this all the time. I sleep with it. 
I literally, I just sleep it's in my bed. I hold it with my two hands, and I just <laughs> you <laughs> you're coddling that dude. It's like yeah. your your girlfriend probably gets jealous of you spending <laughs> more time with that than her. Yeah, we'll see. We're me and my girlfriend are actually going on a trip uh, next week to like this little cabin in the middle of nowhere, and uh, I told her I was like, I'm I'm gonna be videoing this entire because that's actually another thing that I've been doing. Uh, and I'm pretty stoked about. I'm just gonna start making videos, man. Like YouTube, YouTube in general is something that I'm, I've I've just been super stoked about. And I, I know I'll never be. First off, I don't think I'm interesting or good enough to to ever get a huge following on it on YouTube. But it's just cool. Like I think posting videos, creating stuff, putting it out there is cool, no matter what. And I want to be doing more of that. Right now, it sucks that I don't have a lot of free time because you know I work a, a nine to five, but I want to be I want to be vlogging. You know? I, I want to be taking videos of all my trips and I want to be doing all this crazy stuff and just putting it out there for the world to see. And a lot of times I just don't have the time, but that's something that I'm I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to getting into. And I think with this trip, uh, I'm gonna start doing that. I might I might explore like a a vlog. <laughs> How do you feel about vlogs these days? Is it is it is it oversaturated at this point, or is it just overdone? What do you think? No, not really. I mean, it's you're you're doing it for the purpose of of documenting your own journey, right? I think people look at a vlog. Um, people look at vlogs in two very different ways. It's like one, you can either really document where you are right now, which is which for you right now, it's perfect because you're you're essentially starting out. You know, you're going on this pathway, um, and the other just really want to make money off it, right? But it's like. Yeah both ways like people don't realize how much time it fucking takes like i'm yeah. all dude i'm all up for vlogs man like i i love the idea of documenting um whatever you're working on um no matter like who thinks it's interesting or not it's essentially just mm -hmm. like imagine you're able to show your kids this you know in like 10 yeah years, you know dude, totally and that's what i started talking to my girlfriend about she's she's not a huge fan of like being in front of the camera all the time but i'm like you know i kind of spun it as hey wouldn't it be great to just look back, look back on when we're like 60, 70 years old, just sitting there and we could look back at these videos when we were young and just getting it and going crazy. We're doing all these awesome things. I think that would be amazing. And that's why, you know, a lot of people like dog on social media and photography and all that kind of stuff. Cause it's just kind of gotten out of, out of hand almost lately. But at the end of the day, like these are memories, you know, these are, these are moments that you're capturing and, Basically, they'll be there forever, as long as you don't, as long as your hard drive doesn't shit on you. But it's true. you know, they'll always be there, and like that's the beauty of of, of, of video and photography. And I, I don't know, I love that, man. Yeah, it's it, you know, it, if you go into it with, a, with with that type of perspective, like you'll enjoy it even more. Um, because yeah, man, it's hard. It's like you know, people want to do it for the money, or people want to do it for the no notoriety and fame, like you know, like mm -hmm. like the uh, the Paul boys. So it's you know, if you if you look at it in that way, it's like you're just documenting what you're doing. It's like you know, even with the cabin trip you guys got going on, you know, it's like dude, we we did this at like you know, at fucking March of 2018. Like look at mm -hmm. you know, look at like look at how we're living, you know. Yeah. Like look how Tron is living you know exactly exactly man yeah it's dope man so i'm i'm all up for it you know but it's that's it takes it's it just takes a, a, 
uh, in a more enormous amount of time. So, but it's good. I mean, just work on it. You know, I, I don't think people do it and it's hard too, because like, I think you go into it, you're like, you're expecting like a huge following right away, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I, I'm lucky enough to have like a pretty, I mean, a somewhat sizable following. Cause I just, I just, I just knew, I mean, I went to college, I met a lot of people in college and you know, I have like a pretty solid network of people that I can get my stuff out in front of. But I mean, yeah, it just, I don't really know what it takes to get out there, you know, to, to for organic growth, like true organic growth and to really grow your audience. I mean, I don't know if I'm talented or interesting enough again to, for that to be a possibility, but again, I don't really care. Like I just want to make shit, put it online and then be done with it. You know, if, if, if I can make money doing it, that's awesome. If, you know, if companies want to sponsor me and fly me out to, places and hell yeah but i mean and, and you never know unless you do it right like it sounds so corny and like you hear this shit all day but you truly never know until you do it and that's kind of how i felt with the, the first wedding video i did man i had no idea i had no clue everything everything pointed to don't do it do not fuck this do not fuck these people's lives up with the worst wedding video known to man do not do it just stick to what you know and if i i mean i just think about if i didn't decide to do that wedding video man i wouldn't be sitting here talking to you i wouldn't be like super stoked about my future really it's just things like that man you and you it's just you never know it's so important you just got to do it right this is like, it's, it's kind of inspiring me to do something like, yeah my first vlog i this is, uh, I mean, we're, if, I mean, it's not you going to cut this up and release it uh, by this week. As of right now, it's 226. I'll probably get it out in March. So try to, try to get a vlog in. I mean, you, now you got the equipment. So, you know, there's, yeah. there's really, uh, it's no excuse to, to kind of hold back. It's documented journey, man. You know, like I, it's, it's good. Um, so I think we could wrap it up and with that, cause I got to get something to eat. I'm just fucking starving. Um, yeah. So where where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Junsu. I'm actually, I think that's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm one of those people. It's because my name is so weird <laughs> that my handle is just my first name and that's it. Actually, that's my that's my website domain name too. Nice. www.junsu.com. So honestly, I hated having a weird name growing up because all the kids made fun of me. But now it's actually the best thing that ever happened to me because. I can just have my first name for everything that I do. It's it's a pretty. I mean, I, before we wrap, how did you like? How did your parents name you that? Or what? Uh, that, it's part I of. I think the culture. it. It means uh, something. I think it has to do with like calm waters or something. I think it's a literal translation. But I mean, even in Korea, it's a pretty uh, rare name. Uh, so I don't. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Honestly, I'm. It's it's a weird name, but I don't know. I. I really like my name now. It's taken a long time for me to really like my name, but I'm, I I really like it now. So. All right, man. It was uh you plug you plug all your websites already. Everything's in. Uh yeah, www.junsu.com. Spelled J-U-N-S-U-E. There you go. Uh, Instagram is Junsu. I don't really do Twitter. YouTube is Junsu. Uh, what else is there? Oh, Vimeo, Vimeo. Check me out on Vimeo too. Uh, that's John Sue again. 
So jump through across the board. There you go. There you go. And we'll make sure to, to have all the links uh, on the note. All right, man. I look forward to um, seeing your second and just seeing you continually grow. Awesome. Thanks, Kenny. I appreciate uh, all your help. And you've been a crucial part of this journey. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I consider you my mentor. No, you know shit. Yeah. I tell people that shit. I really do. Wow. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. It's, yeah. um, you know, I'm excited to see, I'm excited to see you to, uh, to, to really take off and, and coddle that fucking 70 to 200. I'm going <laughs> to sleep good tonight. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good All rest right. of the night. You too, brother. Later.